Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcy Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats literally and figuratively. Um, when I'm not releasing music under my own name or my side project, Midnight Soundtrack, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists or directing and editing music videos and music documentaries. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as my name, Marcio Novelli. And if you're watching the video portion of this, you can see that our new shirts have arrived and we wear them all the time. Um, I sleep in them. Available. I wash in them. I shower in them, actually. Yeah, and I he do. sends me pictures um, of <laughs> you all wish. of the above. <laughs> you wish. No. Um, so if you want to, uh, you know, be a creep like Marcio and wear them at all opportunities and take pictures of them all the time, uh, they're available to purchase on our website. There's a link in the show notes, so go get them. Well, I guess I'm a creep that gives you a discount. So enter BTA Rocks um, through our website and you'll get 10% off. Uh, just as our little way of saying, you rock. <laughs> This week we're joined by Famous Last Words vocalist JT. Famous Last Words recently signed to our past guest Sean Milkey's label, Revival Recordings, and released their new album, The Incubus, in September. This is true. Sean's a great dude. Since forming in 2000... I can't speak today. I'm, I'm, I'm having a smoothie right now and it's freezing my mouth, and that's why I just said 2009. Since forming in 2009, the band has released three concept albums and three EPs, and toured the US extensively. We're excited to learn more about JT, the new Famous Last Words record, and the advice he would offer to his fellow musicians. So, hey JT, welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. How's it going, you guys? We are doing well, apart from our inability to speak. Um, which seems to be a running theme, uh, which is handy when you host a web show. Yeah, very much so. So you know what? Let's just let JT talk and have him tell us three things about himself that everyone should know. All right. um, First thing, I am a father, and that's a huge thing when it comes to being in a touring band. That's a a completely different lifestyle when you have a a child and you're, uh, you're going on the road and you have to to leave for a long period of time and come back. Um, So always finding like that happy medium in between like uh, family time and band time is is always crazy. So uh, that's, that's number, number one, two. um, I went to an art school up until ninth grade. It was a, it was actually a charter art school. So it was, um, it was like a regular public school, but you had to go and then the like dance class, choir class, band, um, all the art classes were actually required classes, which back then I think I totally took for granted. Like <laughs> now, but I think, you know, it definitely helped out a lot for um, for where I am today and, and the kind of um, art that I like to do today. Um, and three, like you said, we do concept records. I love writing and telling stories. I didn't know that you're a director. That, that's awesome. I love 
uh, dipping my toes into video stuff too. So, yeah. I think that when you're, you're creative, why limit yourself to just one label? I mean, some people do, and that's great. And if that's what they want to do, but if you have passions for more one thing, never hold yourself back. You There's know what no I mean? point. There's, There's no, no point. point at all. Um, I actually want to, I want to go into that a little bit. Uh, you talked about being a dad. Um, how many kids do you have? Just one. How old? She's seven. She's seven. Okay. So this is not, this is not a new baby. Like you, you, you've been no. doing this career with a child. Yes. Um, I, 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 I love hearing that cause I, I'm a dad of, of two little ones, four and one and a half. Awesome. And, um, you know, you're, you're, you're on the road a lot, you know, and I, I'm always curious to how, how do you make that work? Cause you, you, you know, said it is difficult to balance it, but maybe go into that a little bit. Uh, a lot of help. <laughs> Definitely a lot of help. <laughs> I have a full, full-time custody of my child too. Uh, when Wonderful. I leave, when I leave my parents actually watch her, which is beautiful. Big, biggest support in the entire world. They are, they're the, you know, one of the biggest reasons I'm able to do this. Um, but yeah, it's uh, FaceTime helps. FaceTime definitely helps a sure. lot. It's not the same, of but it's, not. it's, it's, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm talking to you in person right now, but I'm not. There you are. <laughs> you are. Yeah. What are you talking about? Exactly. And it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, Cause Marcio's Marcio's like Marcio and I have never met in person, but his son Skylar calls me uncle Ross yeah. because he knows me through Skype and he'll, so well. he'll, yeah, yeah. he'll often ask to speak to me and it's like, and, and it's weird. Cause I feel like I know why well, obviously I, Marcio and I talk almost every day. So I of do course. feel like I know you, but I feel like I know Skylar as well, even though it's just these little interactions that we have and yeah, yeah. Skype it's, um, it's crazy, but yeah, obviously it's not the same, but I actually, I actually feel so bad for artists from like 20 years ago, you know, even, even, 10 a decade ago when you didn't really have the opportunity no cell to phones. yeah i mean the most you could do is a phone call you know so i mean you know we are living in a great age for that but of course it's not like you said it's not the same thing you're still away from your baby and it's you close. know it's, it's but you're getting to do what closer. you love so do you find that do you find that there's such a value in that showing your daughter though that obviously you love your daughter to pieces i that's without going without saying but you're showing her that you're doing what you love and you're doing and you're following your dreams and do you feel like that's going to have an impact on her when she grows up, maybe older, to understand that? Oh, definitely. I have this uh, this tattoo right right there. It says "Never give up." Oh, I love that. I I show her that all the time. And if I'm ever uh, in like a sour kind of mood or whatever, she'll she'll be like, she'll remind you. Yeah, she'll remind me. She'll straight up remind me if I'm like, oh, I'm I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. She'll just go, <laughs> Dad. Remember, never give up. Like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> All right. You're right. I love that, man. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Um, so you guys, um, you recently signed with Revival Recordings. Um, mm -hmm. In the current music industry, what do you think a label can offer a band? And also, what can a band offer a label? Um, really, it's about making sure that the agreement is mutually beneficial. And I feel like a lot of um, a lot of labels and bands out there, it doesn't usually work that way. But in any business model, it only makes sense for it to work that way. Because who's going to, you know, you're supposed to be driving each other to, uh, to, to do the best that you can, not just for yourself, but for your business partners. Um, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty good at that. They're, their motto is good music by good people. And they, they do their hardest to follow that. And in this industry, it's not always uh, a good guy doesn't always win. So it's not always easy because <laughs> it can be, it can be kind of dirty sometimes, but 
we both have this ethical standpoint where um, we're not willing to really go that route, that dirty kind of route. So it's, it's nice to work with someone who has that same mindset. And would you say that's one of the reasons that you chose to go with Revival maybe over someone else was the same kind of, you had the same kind of um, ethics and ethos and you yeah. wanted to achieve the same kind of things? Yeah, and you guys talked to Sean uh, recently. He's yep. huge on concept records, so uh, it's cool to like be able to bounce ideas off of each other and just um, be be working with someone who who is as into the story of an album as you are. Well, he also seems to. The impression I got, he seems to really pride himself on putting the art first and putting the artist first. You know, which is very rare. Yep. Ever, but especially now. You know. <laughs> so you know. It's art always comes first. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I'll um, spend a no, million dollars in, in order to make sure that the art is like up to par. Even if I will come up in the red every time. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, but that's, that's what you leave behind though, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what you leave behind. That's what you, leave behind. Yeah. you don't want something out there representing you that you don't um, think represents you, you know? Exactly. Well, I, you know, speaking of signing to a label and, you know, releasing albums and, and music, a lot, of, a lot of artists now, I think, are opting to release EPs and uh, singles over albums, which as someone who grew up with albums, you know, full stories, and, you know, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Not that EPs don't have their place, obviously, you know, it's like a short story versus a full length film in my eyes. Um, you know, I not only love that you guys are still doing albums, but you know, what's kind of the decision behind going uh, for the full length concept album? Um, the, the first full length concept record we did was two face charade. And that was after our EP pick your poison. And with that EP, we weren't really all that stoked on that EP. We weren't happy with how it came out. Uh, there was a lot of outside influence coming in on it. And after that EP, we realized that, we are just not about that at all. So we ended up um, telling them that, that we wanted to do a concept record that followed a Phantom of the Opera, actually. And our old management leader was like, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. That'll ruin your career. And we we're like, okay, we'll just write our own story. <laughs> and I think that what they meant was like, don't do concept records, not don't follow right. the story of Phantom right, of the right. Opera. <laughs> so we're like, okay, yeah, we'll just do a different one. <laughs> And, you know, that that worked out for us. And really, I grew up listening to uh, musicals a lot. And I think just telling a story through music just makes sense to me. So it's and I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing that more than just writing regular songs, I guess. I love that. I really do. I can relate a little bit. Uh, uh, As a solo artist, I write just uh, hard on your sleeve. But with my side project, Midnight Soundtrack, it's all concept. Just... Yeah. all storytelling and get it's that fun. side out right yeah it's it is fun. fun man because you can create i don't know it, you know it's it's a little different creating in the musical world because people are used to either reading stories or seeing stories you yeah. know but i think we have an opportunity to create a whole different landscape you released a short film to accompany two-faced charade sorry my dog is very excited about this short apparently, film apparently. now that he's heard about it um <laughs> do, do you have any plans to release anything to accompany the incubus maybe another short film or something different um, we would love to. Uh, it's just, as you may know, it's a very costly endeavor to do something like that. Uh, the Two-Faced Charade short film was funded completely by the director. Uh, it wasn't, there was no label involvement in that one at all. So that, uh, 
that that was a really awesome opportunity. And if we can get the money together and the time to do it again, I'd absolutely love to. Um, I started working on a script for our last album, Council of the Dead, but I had to kind of put that on pause to start working on the Incubus. And it was uh, a year ago yesterday that we actually drove down or drove over to Bethesda to start recording the Incubus. So it's uh, it's crazy that's been that long since since we recorded. But um, I I definitely would love to if we have if we have the time and the money. If it's an if there's an opportunity that presents itself to be able to do that, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll jump on that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I love it. I'd also yeah. like to jump in just um, because you were talking about musicals earlier. Um, would you ever consider writing a musical yourself, like maybe like a rock musical or or something along those lines? Because I've thought that about could be it. Interesting. I, it could be. I, I've definitely thought about it. Um, I just I've never I haven't really just taken the steps to really consider everything that would go into that and start you know planning it out. But um, it's it's on my mind. It's been on my mind for a very long time, and I think someday. Someday I will probably do something along those lines. So I've been told the American Idiot musical is actually really well done. It's very have good. I mm-hmm. have seen not it. Seen it. Seen it. I saw a yeah, okay. production of it here, over here. Oh, no awesome. kidding! Yeah, yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's really good. It was really good, really good. The oh, yeah. I've, uh, the Broadway soundtrack's really good, but um, but seeing the the performance is good. I mean, it would obviously be better on Broadway or West End. It was a smaller touring production that I saw, but it was good. And Marcio, as a Green Day fan, I think you would you would enjoy it. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I also think that it opens people up to a whole different world that they might not have ever gotten into. Um, yeah, know, just like just like when a when someone from a metal band does an acoustic project, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something similar like that. It's like you know someone might not ever have listened to that music, but then they get open to a whole different and realize that you know there's a whole world out there outside of maybe what they're used to. Yep. You know, every time you say that, I just keep thinking of Aladdin. <laughs> why, <laughs> That's why Aladdin? Here. A whole new world. <laughs> you said a whole new world like ten times. Well it, it, well, it really was my favorite Disney movie as a kid, so I'm sure it's seeped into my subconscious go. somehow. There you go. <laughs> okay, buddy, are you ready for twenty questions? Let's do it. All right, coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Family Guy or American Dad? American Dad. Yeah, that's Ross's favorite. That's like I, I might, I might actually prefer American Dad over Family Guy too. But anyways, I've destroyed the lightning round. Okay, Batman or Superman? Uh, Superman. Vampires or zombies? Zombies. Education or experience? Experience. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Never seen Game of Thrones. Me neither. I need to get on that. All three of us haven't. We're all like behind. Carefully. I know. We're... <laughs> Talent or attitude? I think they go hand in hand. Interesting. One. South Park or The Simpsons? Ooh, South Park. Studio or stage? Stage. Canada <clears throat> or Scotland? <clears throat> hmm. I guess Scotland. I've never been there, so I've been oh. to Canada. Being kind Canada of like sucked. So wow, I went that's to so that's what like, so I've been to Canada. Uh, I'm going to say no to yeah. that. You know, I've visited fans out there. You know, but whatever. I'll say the place I haven't visited yet. <laughs> Sounds exciting. <laughs> it's not really. Uh, it's all right. There it is. <laughs> Education or experience? Already did this one. Oh man! Yes, you did. <laughs> Us, you totally fucked up. 
You totally. Okay, okay totally I've got, I've got a backup. I've got a replacement question. Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay. Aladdin or the Lion King? Oh, he, he rolled with it. Aladdin. He rolled it right there. <laughs> it's Aladdin. That's I, I don't know. No, no. It's it's gonna be the Lion King. Really? I don't stuff Simba when I was little. I was like my guy. <laughs> yeah, he was my Your bro, dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Kind of kind of not a real question. But Michael Bolton is a close yeah, second, right? Oh. Like, he did that one song with the Lonely Island that was pretty yes, funny. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> so, I mean, but Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Assassin's Creed or Uncharted? Ooh, Assassin's Creed. Uncharted, I don't know. Uncharted has some great storyline stuff going on, but I guess Assassin's Creed is 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 uh I was into that one first. I was going to say, it's kind of a classic, too, now. By, by now, it's a classic. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Whale or kale? Whale or kale? Yeah. Like, yeah. Eat? To, to anything. <laughs> it, it's really just rhymes. You know, we started the show over two years ago, and we're like, let's find some that are funny We've grown rhyme. up since then. And we... <laughs> Oh, we haven't changed it since then. Is no, actually the sad part. <laughs> Whale, whale's more exciting. Yes, yes. Bet Midler or the Riddler. Bet Midler. Oh, really? I'm surprised by that one. Actually, I'm not surprised by that one. Yeah, are you kidding? I just watched Hocus Pocus last night. Oh no, oh, kidding! Oh, you and Ross are best friends. Oh, I know what you're yeah. gonna pick for the next question. Game, that. game over. She's amazing. <laughs> I won't tell you uh, that I don't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marcio, how can you not like it? It's the best. No, actually, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, to be honest. Oh, it's so good. I've not watched she's it so, in too long, She's though. so funny. She's so Is funny. It? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And our final question is a mean question. Because <clears throat> we're mean. Ross right? or Marcio? Ross or Marcio? Yes. Ready I'm going to pick uh, Ross Marcio. Well, that's you guys. Like, that's how I see you is together. Well, that's, that's how Ross sees us too. Ross <laughs> Marcio. <laughs> well, at least you. At least you picked both of us. I know. Considering Sean didn't even blink when he said Ross, <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> we had just bonded over being musicians and dads, and you know, and uh, <sighs> he was faking the whole thing. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I saw right through it. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, actually speaking of Sean, we're, you know, and the fact that you designed his label, you know, uh, I'd like to ask you maybe for a little bit of advice for some bands who think that they're ready for a label right now. Um, and, you know, what, what maybe would you say to them um, to help them put themselves in the best uh, position, I should say, for the deal or to get themselves a deal? For me, the number one thing has always been keeping 100% creative control. That is a, that's a huge thing for me. Uh, we have to definitely have that or else I feel like we it would hinder us from being able to do what we originally started out doing. So making sure when you're going into a deal, um, when you're negotiating different things, like that's that's one of the non-negotiables for me. So that would be the biggest piece of advice I have is, is make sure you know your non-negotiables. And uh, I would personally just always keep creative control. Absolutely, because then you end up hating what you got into. Yeah, fuck that. Unless you got into it for money, then you don't hate it. <laughs> Who gets into being in a band for money? <laughs> Not a band. <laughs> Not a band, but you know. 
<laughs> there are plenty of pop artists out there that I'm sure it's not about the creativity. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. But that's but not, not who we're talking about here because they're not, not sitting here listening to the podcast being like, how do I make it? <laughs> yeah. no. Whatever no. that, whatever make it means, right? Yeah, so, right. I mean, obviously you've, you've told us um, like what you'd, be, what you'd be looking for in a deal, but what, is, are there any questions that you think people should be asking? Like if, if, if there's a deal on the table or they're speaking to a label, what are some questions that you think bands don't ask that they should ask before they get involved in something that they might not be able to back out of? Um, I would get a lawyer first. That's definitely a smart idea because um, con- like contract language can definitely be confusing sometimes and it's meant to be that way. So uh, making sure you understand the contract is, is huge. Uh, yeah, understanding the, the language in the contract and then making sure that uh, there is a way out if things are, you know, not working. Um, making sure there's clauses in there that state, like, if they're not doing everything that they agreed to do, to make sure that you're still getting, um, there's a way to to either get out of it or to get something from them, something else. Just some sort of clause. You can really word it um, or do any kind of trade-off situation uh, that they'll agree to, but just so- something in there to protect yourself. You always got to protect yourself. Even if you're working with someone that you, uh, that you 100% trust, you never know what's going to happen. Um, just, it's always like, and if you trust them, then they shouldn't mind you uh, protecting yourself. There's, there's no harm in protection. So No, and you know, contracts in general, they don't necessarily have to be that we don't trust each other. It could be, look, we have a great relationship right now. Let's not, let's have everything in writing so nothing comes up that destroys that relationship. Exactly. You know, because that's how I look at it. Yep, and that's how, it sh- that's how it should be. Like I said before, ben- uh, mutually beneficial. Yeah, Absolutely. It's like one of our past guests. We had a past guest on, <clears throat> he was a uh, music attorney, uh, John A. Williams, and she said, you know, uh, the law shouldn't hinder art. The law should actually help you make art in a, in a way that, you know, it, it should actually protect the freedom of everyone um, rather than, like, putting limitations on it. And I think exactly. that if everyone is being fair and, the mutual beneficial things there, you know, you're just saying, I'm agreeing to do this. You're agreeing to do that. That's just us putting it in writing so that, you know, you don't run off without doing what you said you would with all my money. And, you know, you don't just get lazy and not do what you said you were going to do. So it really is just that. It's like that. It's like that legal handshake kind of thing yep. more than anything. And which is funny. It's the, you know, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, artifact, the Jared Leto film, about the 30 seconds summer is making their album. And I it talks about the engine. Check it out because uh, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's really good because it basically just you know it just talks about how the music industry is pretty much the only industry where it's not a mutual like not even you can, not even near mutual contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreement. It's you know, but you know it, that that is usually on a major label um, platform. It's all and, it's all over the place. Yeah. But of course, it's all over the place. Of course, yep. it is. I've been told that too. I've been told uh, a producer I was working with, I was all, you know, indies are awesome. You know, this is about ten years ago, and he's like, "Dude, I've worked with great, good, and bad people at every single level. Yep, every single level. You know, so, you know, um, well, you know, <laughs> I can I can see a little grimace in your face when you say that. So, I'd actually want to ask you if you can go back in time and do one thing differently based on what you know now, what would it be, and why? Nothing. I don't think I'd go. I've learned every time I make a mistake or something bad happens, I, 
I learn from that mistake and I learn from that uh, bad situation. And if I didn't go through those, I don't think it would hit me or stick with me nearly as well. So even if there's things that I feel like um, didn't go my way or they didn't go um, according to plan or whatever, I, I wouldn't take that back for, for anything because it's made me who I am now. And it's me. It, I know now because of those mistakes. Okay. I'll reword it then. 10 years from now, your daughter tells you she wants to be in a band. She starts, she, she starts getting some success and, you know, labels come after her. What would you tell her that you learned that you don't want her to have to learn on her own? <laughs> Nothing. I want really? her to learn it on her own. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Like I, fair like enough. I, I tried to get you there. <laughs> no, like I said before, experience over education. Right. Which is well, funny because I actually, I actually, exactly, I tutor math, so I'm like all about education no too. Look at yeah. you, man, that's awesome. But um, but really, you you don't get the same kind of education from just uh, learning from someone else as you do going through the experiences yourself. So that's the same reason why I wouldn't go back and redo anything. Is the same reason why I wouldn't. I'd give her, you know, advice, but I would never right. tell her what to do. I would, I would let her, and she's already come up to me and said, I want to be in a band when I grow up. So uh, I've already oh, no. talked about this one before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, okay, I, I think I feel good about this, but I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you were, you were just, uh, you're a pleasure to talk to, man. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that anyone watching this that maybe has never uh, gotten into your band um, will check you out. And uh, where's the best place that they can do that online? Uh, Facebook, we have it's facebook.com slash famous last words music. On Instagram, it's famous last words band. And on Twitter, it's FLW underscore music. And then if you want to go pick up any of our albums, it's on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music. It's all over the place. You can really find it anywhere digitally. And if you want a physical copy, you can go to um, famous last words dot merch now dot com to pick up on there. So no, or a show. You, how about you show. personally? Yes, come to a show, right? Best yep. place to get it, the best way they can support you. Um, how yep. about you personally? Personally, um, I'm also on Facebook. Just look up JT Tallis. And awesome. uh, Twitter, it's uh, JT underscore Tallis, I think. And then <laughs> Instagram, it's JT, it's JT. I hope people have a pencil with them right now, right? It's like, okay, yeah. it's down. <laughs> Don't worry, we have it in the show notes. notes. <laughs> yeah, make <Yeah>. your notes. <laughs> Awesome. Um, as for us, uh, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, just search British Atlantic. You'll find us there. Yeah, you, we, we usually say hi back. And Ross usually ignores everyone. I'm usually the only one to say hi back to anyone. And that's Stop. not true. As for me, I am personally working on my second solo album. You can be a part of it at marcianavelli.com slash pledge to help make it happen. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marcio Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, Joe Centenary, The Rockstar Advocate, Buck Naked Soap Company, 30 Roses, Wendy Donaldson, and Social Surge. We have so many new sponsors. I am so happy. It is amazing. Thank you all for sponsoring us. Um, all the links to those sponsors are in the show notes, so please check them out because they truly keep this show alive and this is why we're still doing this to make it and if you want to keep this show's heart beating this show's heart pumping <laughs> keep us God. breathing keep us eating keep my dog fed keep skylar ed uh, not skylar <laughs> marcio's kids clothed and fed then uh head over to patreon.com slash bridge the atlantic you can support us for as little as a dollar per episode and um 
yeah, we love you all. Yeah, exactly. And then that means we can keep interviewing badasses like JT here that are uh, really, really great to talk to you. And I hope that uh, I hope that uh, basically the whole point of this is just to share knowledge, share experiences and help people along the way. So, buddy, thanks so much for coming on here. Uh, definitely come back. Uh, this has been such a pleasure for us. It really has. Thanks for having me. I'm going to have to get you one of those shirts. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.